Good evening. Hope everyone is doing well and you had a beautiful Purim and as well a beautiful Shabbos to follow. Um, tonight we're going to be learning Maseches Psachim, Daf Tzadi Zayin, and as well Daf Tzadi Ches up to the Mishnah. Um, relatively quick moving Gemaras, um, does require focus, uh, but otherwise relatively quick moving. Um, on Wednesday night, which was the last time we learned together, we had stopped two thirds of the way down on Sadi Vavamid Beis at the word Eisve. And that's about six lines up from the wide lines. I'm just going to go back up a few more lines to, to create a better context. About halfway down on Sadi Vavamid Beis at the two dots, at the two dots that begins with the words, Achar Shritas HaPesach Yavishlamim. Here, what we're going to see is a comment of Rava. Rava uh, gives a qualification to our Mishnah. And we're not exactly sure um, whether or not his qualification applies to the Seifa, as the Gemara will first present, or if it applies to the Resha. We're unsure, and the Gemara is going to analyze both of them. And in fact, when we shift Rava's understanding, uh, what we think is Rava's understanding of the Mishnah from the Seifa to the Resha, it also changes what Rava says just to make things a little bit more nuanced. So uh, let's get started halfway down Sari Vava Mubez. And uh, we're right at the two dots there. This was a line that Rabbi Akiva said in our Mishnah, that if a, a lost animal was found after its replacement was karev, after its tmura was, was shechted on Yudalad Nisan, then uh, that extra animal, then, then the initial animal that was lost and now found is brought as a shlamim. So there, says the Gemara, opening up halfway down Sadev of Madei, says, Amar Rabbah, this is approach number one of Rabbah. Rabbah says, Lo shanu, when do we say that this is true? That's only true if the lost animal was found after the shechita of its replacement had taken place. Aval nimsa kodem shechita, but if the lost animal was found prior to the shechita of its replacement, v'himir bo achar shechita, then t'murasu mikoach dusha d'chuya ka'asa v'lo kreva. So Rava's comment to the safe of our Mishnah works as follows. Our Mishnah says, at the end of our Mishnah, at one third of the way down, it says that if, if it's achar shechita sa pesach, if the animal was already karev, if its replacement animal was already shechted, so then it becomes a shlamim. So it says Rava, that's not true always. It's only true. It's only true if the initial animal was found only after the shechita. That's when you bring a shlamim. So Abaye has a problem with this. Esve Abaye. Abaye says, I have a brisa that has an implication, Rava, that your pshat in the Mishnah is wrong. Your qualification, your lo shanu ela, your qualification of our Mishnah is incorrect. What does the Brisa say? Esve Abaye, two thirds of the way down, Sari Vavamud Beis. Im Kesev, the Pasuk says Im Kesev. What, is the, what do those words mean? Im Kesev, Matam Olomar Im Kesev, the Rabos Tmuras HaPesach, Achar HaPesach Shekarv Shlamim. Sounds a lot like our, like our qualification of Rav and our Mishnah, that it is to include in the world of Shlamim, the Tmuras HaPesach, Achar HaPesach Shekarva Shlamim. Okay, we have to see what this means. Hey, dummy, what was that case? Was it in line with Rava's qualification of finding the initially lost animal before, or maybe finding that animal after the actual hakrava? Let's see, hey, three lines before the wide lines. Ilema, if you want to say shenim achar shchita, shchita, v'himir achar shchita, pshita. If you want to say that you found both of them after, um, after the actual uh, animal was karev, so the animal was lost before the shchita, and we didn't find it until its replacement had already been shechted. That case is obvious. Lama likra. I don't need a pasuk to teach me that. That case is pasha that it's not going to be bishlamim. Ella says the Gemara. Ella lav. It must be shenimsa kodem shchita. It must be 
uh, that it was after uh, we found the lost animal before the shechita took place. And any uh, substitutions, any tumuras that were made, were made after the uh, after the the korban was brought. And if that's the case, it doesn't fit with the shita of Rava. It might be Rava. I'm going to use Rava for the Gemara, but the, throughout the Gemara, this Rava may be Rava. Rava may be Rava. Very hard to tell from the Gemara. Other than to say that Abai and Rava typically do argue, but it could be that Abai is arguing on a previous generation. Abai was a fourth century Amora, and Rava was a third century Amora. So there's every possibility that it is Rava, though. Typically speaking, when we see Abaye and Rava, it is Rava who he's arguing with. Nevertheless, we'll, we'll read it as Rava. So this would be a question uh, against Rava because Rava said that's when a Shlomim is brought. Seems to be that that's not when a Shlomim is brought according to this price. So first long line answers the Gemara. Lo, Le'olam, really the Bryce is talking about Shanimsa Achar Shechita, Behimir Bo Achar Shechita. And really it's talking about where the initially lost animal was found after the substitution, after its tmura was shechted as a korban Pesach. Bikra asmachta be'almahu. And really the Pasuk that's referenced in the Bryce of Imkesa Imkeves is not meant to make a real drasha from. It's just an asmachta be'alma. A, an asmachta is a pasuk from which we don't learn a proper drasha. It's just meant to indicate something that we already know. It's kind of like, and while we're on the topic, we're going to use this pasuk as a raya, but it's technically speaking not the marimakom. So an asmachta often uh, means that things are derabanan, and sometimes here it even means that it's not muhrach at all. The pasuk is not the raya. And because that's the case, so the brysa is not really a kashan rab anymore, because the brysa is only indicative of the fact that the pasuk is an asmachta, but not actually a drasha. So if that's true, says the Gemara, then what's the real purpose of the pasuk of imketzev? Avim Kesev says the Gemara, second of the wide lines, what is the Pasuk actually being used for? That's a good question. If we know that it's only an Asmachta and we don't technically need it, so then what was the Pasuk actually used for? It wasn't coming to teach us our case of Rabbah. So answers the Gemara, Kedetanya, the Bryce writes, Kesev, when the Pasuk says Kesev, what do we learn from that one word? Without the word Im, we'll get to the word Im in a minute. The word Kesev alone, to remind us that when it comes to the Korban Pesach, that the tail has to be brought on the Mizbeach, has to be consumed on the Mizbeach. What does the extra word of Im mean in this Pasuk? Says the Gemara, to include the following cases, a Pesach that's older than a year, too old for a Korban Pesach, Pesach, and uh, a case of a Shlomim that's bought that's brought due to a case of Tamura where an animal was lost, that in those cases, that they have the regular halachos of a shlamim that apply to them. What are those regular halachos? Says the Gemara Shaton Smicha, we're supposed to press down on the weight of the bailim onto the animal. Unasachin, we use wine during that. Utnufa chazavashok, and we we actually have the coin move the animal, move the body parts of the chaza, of the chest and the shok of the thigh. They're carried around. Ukshehu Omer, what does the rest of the Pasuk mean? The im is says the Gemara, the Brisa here just kind of cuts a line and says, no, no, now we're talking about something else. We're not talking about our animal anymore. We're not talking about a Shlomim anymore. We're talking about an Aze, about a goat that technically speaking does not have the din of the Aliyah, that the Aliyah has to be burned. And that's what uh, that's what that Brisa means. So therefore, we started out with Ra- Rava uh, trying to qualify the Seifa of our Mishnah. 
We asked a question from Abaye. We gave an answer that left Rava's Shita still valid, and that is all approach number one. And approach number two is gonna take this, a similar Rava, the same person, but a, a modified version of what he said, and we're gonna try it with the Resha. And that's what the Gemara is doing here, six lines from the bottom on Sari Vavamibbe says the Gemara, some say that this line of Rava in its qualification of our Mishnah was not on the Seifa, but was rather on the Resha. How so? If you have a Korban Pesach that was found before the Korban Pesach was brought, so you have animal A that was lost. Once you lost it, you had already dedicated animal A to be a Korban Pesach. So what can you do? So you go, you, you get another animal. It's a Tmura, it's the replacement animal. That's animal B. Animal B was about to be brought and then they found animal A. So then what do we do here? We have Pesach Shenimtza, Kodem Shritas HaPesach. You find animal A before it's shechted. The halacha is Yireh, that animal has to graze Aji Yistayv until it has a mum of some kind and it becomes Tameh. V'yimacher, and it needs to be sold. V'yavi bedam of shlamim v'chein t'muraso. And that animal needs to get its money uh, compensated for it. We sell that animal and we take the money and it's used to purchase a shlamim. V'chein t'muraso, that would be true also for animal B who was not yet shechted. So animals A and B become best friends and they graze their days out in the field until they are then sold for shlamim. And here, says approach number two, here is where we find Rava. Rava wasn't qualifying the safe of our Mishnah. Rava was qualifying this din, that if animal A is found prior to animal B being shechted as the Korban Pesach, that they both go out to graze. So my Rava, four lines, five lines from the bottom of Tzadi Vava Midbez, says the Gemara, This is only true if the lost animal was found before Shechita, and also the Hamara, the Tmura, was made prior to Shechita, Aval, maybe we would have said in the name of Rava, Aval Nimtza Kodem Shechita Vihimirbo Achar Shechita, if the Hamara, if the Tmura was made for an animal after the Shechita took place, Tmura so Kreva Shlamim, there we would say that there is a Shlamim. Why would we make this distinction that in the Resha, where everything is, where the Hamara is done before and the Truma is done before and that he would be uh, Yira, the animal would graze. Yet if the Hamara, if the Truma, Tmura was done after the Shrita, that animal would be a Shlamim. Says the Gemara, my time on three lines from the bottom, Ki Kava Shrita Midi Dechazile. So by the ratio, by the first part of, of Rava, that's Yira Adji Istayv. It's not Chazila Hakrava because the animal was found and the Tumura was done prior to the Korban being brought. At that point, you have to go get a proper animal to bring to be brought as a Korban. If it was already done after the Shechita, so then we'd say that the animal can be brought as a Shlomim. On this, version number two of Rava, version number one of Rava asked, uh, made, a, made a qualification on the Seifa. Version two, what we have now is a qualification on the Resha. And on that, Abaye asks his question at the bottom of Tzadi Vav Medbez, Eisve Abaye, Im Kesev, this Brisa, the same Brisa we just had, Im Kesev, what do we see from there? What does the Torah teach us from those words? That this replacement animal can be brought as a shlamim. Turning to the top of Tzadi Zayin, maybe it would be the case that if it was before Pesach, that the Tmuras HaPesach would be a shlamim. So it says the Gemara, Talmud Lomar, who, the Torah says the word who, what's the Pasuk? The Pasuk is, So from that word, who, who we learn the following, But the Tmura, the replacement animal, will not get a Korban Shlamim. So it says the Gemara, this is Abaye's analysis of this Brisa. Uh, Abaye asks, 
what is uh, what are the details of this brisa? If everything was found beforehand, that's the case of Yiraiachistaiv. That's a case where we would absolutely say that the animals should graze because the hakrava, the actual korban, wasn't brought yet. We know that this animal needs to be uh, needs to graze. Both of them, animal A and B. If that's true, Lamalikra, Elalava must therefore be Shinimsa Kodem Shrita. Yes, animal A was found Kodem Shrita, but Behimir Bo Achar Shrita, Tiyufta, Durava Tiyufta, and Abaye then rejects. Rava's answer because it doesn't fit with the Brisa and it's not fixable. So that's a, a very strong end to the Gemara. With version one of the Gemara, we were able to tolerate Rava's opinion as a qualification of the Seifa. Masha'in Kane, version two of the Gemara, is a rejection of Rava in, a, in his understanding of the Resha. When it comes to the methodology of Psak, these types of Gemaras are crucial. Historically speaking, it's sometimes very hard to paste together Gemaras. We know that Rava made a comment on a brisa. Rava was a fourth century Amora. We're talking well over a hundred years after the canonization, approximately a hundred years after the canonization of the Mishnayis. But if we don't know what part of the Mishnah Rava was talking about, how do we paskin halacha? So that's why we have Rishonim, and the Rishonim have to get into this sugya. When we have an Ika Damasni, do we follow the Ika Damasni? Do we assume the Resha? The first approach is right. Very, very difficult to be a posseg because you have to be able to look at these Gemaras and determine which version of Rava was correct. If version one is correct, fine. We can accept Rava's distinction as the Gemara does. But if version two of Rava is correct, then we, he's rejected and we're, we need to get a new tfisa, a whole new understanding of the Mishnayis. Makes the job of a posseg very difficult to learn sugyas like this because we just don't know which Rava was right. The Gemara is now going to pivot. We're six, seven lines down, Sadi Zayin and Aleph, and we're going to discuss a statement of Shmuel that, as we will soon see, isn't really as grandiose as it seems. Rava, uh, Shmuel is going to make a comparison between the world of a Korban Chatas and the world of Pesach. He's going to state a general rule, and we'll question it a, a number of times in a number of ways and end up rejecting most of his comparison. But let's get started with his comparison. Uh, six, seven lines down, Sadi Zayin and Aleph, Amar Shmuel. Achatas Mesa is a group of five different psulim of a korban chatas. In any of these cases, when you have achatas Mesa, that that animal is a achatas Mesa, so Bepesach Karev Shlamim, that same psul by the chatas, the same psul that exists by a korban Pesach, that animal would then be brought as a Shlamim. Vechol Shebechatas Roe, anywhere where a korban chatas would have the halachic result because of its problems and its impurities. It would then be brought, uh, it would then be left to graze for the rest of its life. So if X, then Y, and if Z, then Z, what does that mean? If X, then Y, if by Achatas the halacha is X, that it should be Mesa, then by Pesach Y, it should be Roa. And if it's going to be, that it, it's going to be Shlamim, excuse me. So it's either Mesa and Shlamim are the same, Chatas to Pesach, or by Achatas, where it says Roa, then by Pesach as well, it would say Roa. And then Rav Yochanan argues on this, and again, we'll have to see where, where these two shitas play out. It's Shmuel versus Rav Yochanan. Shmuel versus Rav Yochanan. We're going to get back to this shortly. Rav Yochanan Amar, no. He disagrees with uh, with Shmuel's comparison that the sweeping comment of everything that by Achatas is a Mesa is going to be Shlamim by a Korban Pesach. Says Rav Yochanan, no. The only time that a Korban Pesach is Bishlamim is when it's Nimsa Achar Shechita if it's found after the Shechita. So says Aval Kodem Shechita lo, but had it been that the, the animal that was lost was found before Shrita, the halacha is low, says Rav Yochanan, that it would not be a shlamim in those cases. So says the Gemara, Rav Yosef is like, wait a second, wait, Shmuel, your comment is so broad 
that every single psul that exists by the Chatas Mesa, Rashi here indicates that a Chatas Mesa, if you take a look at the longer Dibur HaMaschal of Rashi, of Amar Shmuel, Rashi says there, Kol Mesa, Chamesh Chataos Mesos, Halacha Sinai. There are five of them that are in this category. So let's, I don't, I don't want to limit our, our understanding here. There's a lot of possibilities as to what's wrong with these animals. We're not even going to get into that right now. But what really bothers Rav Yosef is the following. Maski Flora Rav Yosef, quarter of the way down, Tzadi Zayin, but Aleph, he says, Uklalahu, is this general rule so accurate? How can that be? If you have a chatas that um, exceeded its age, it's too old to be brought as a korban pesach, the halacha is that it's brought as a uh, roa. What did Shmuel say? That if a chatas is a roa, then a psachim is a roa. So let's see. If you have a chatas that's a roa, Dhamma of Shimon ben Lakish, chatas shabrash nasa rona sokilu hi omedes There we have a statement explicitly from Rav Shimon ben Lakish that if you have a chatas that's a roa, that it has to graze. Fine. A chatas that is, um, uh, that is too old, it has to graze. But what about by Pesach? What we should have seen, according to Shmuel, is that they both should have the same din. Because Shmuel said that if by a chatas it's roa, then by a Pesach, it should also be Roa. What do we see here? doesn't say Roa. There we see it's brought as a Korban Shlomim. That's a stira to the sheet of Shmuel. Because Shmuel said that if by Chatas it's a Roa, then by Pesach it's a Roa. But that's not true. We see that if by Chatas it's a Roa, where Shimon ben Lucky showed us a text proof that Taka, it's true that by a chatas, the animal that's too old would be a roa. However, what's the marimakom that indicates that by Pesach, if an animal is too old, it should be a shlamim? Says the Gemara in Abraisa, the Tanya. We saw this already that a kesev, that what does the Torah mean when it says that? To include the, the animal's tail as part of the korban. What's relevant to us? From the word im in the Torah, what do we know? And not only that, so we saw this already that we already have that this animal should be caught, caught uh, should be put in this category of a shlamim. And Omer, let's just finish out the brisa, though not relevant for our needs. Omer imeis, when the pasuk says im kesef imeis, what does imeis mean? That the tail of the a's of a goat should not be brought if it's going to be brought as a korban pesach. What do we see in this brisa? We see a big thorn in the side of Shmuel Shita. Shmuel was of the opinion that if a chatos is going to be uh, told that it has to. Grow Raise, so too by Korban Pesach. Yet that's not true because we have a chatas that's told to graze per uh, Rav Shimon ben Lakish. Yet the Brisa indicates that in this, in an equal case where the animal is told to graze because of its age, that it's brought as a shlamin, stira and shmur. That doesn't work. So answers the Gemara halfway down, a little bit more than halfway down on Sadi Zayin Amad Aleph, says the Gemara, Amar Amar Shmuel. When did Shmuel say his rule that if the korban chatas has a din of that it has to graze, so too by a Pesach. That was only with animals that are lost, but with animals that are pushed off because of, in this particular example, the animal's too old. In that case, the din doesn't apply. Shmuel's din doesn't apply. We would not then say that just like by a chatas, it's roa, so too by a Pesach, it's roa. Instead, it would have different dinim. We would have said that by a chatas, it's roa, exactly like Rav Shimon ben Lakish explained to us. But when it comes to the Korban Pesach, because of its age, that's not the din. The din is that it would have to then be brought as a shlamim. Says the Gemara, your answer is not a good answer. You want to say that Shmuel's whole answer is only true. Shmuel's whole rule 
that he said at the top of the page, six, seven lines down, the, Shmuel, the rule that Shmuel said is that if the animal is roeh as a chatas, it should be roeh if it's a psachim, that only applies if an animal is lost, but not if it's nidcha, says the Gemara. What is your example, Shmuel? Give me the case, the case example of your prototype of where something is lost. Says the Gemara, If an animal is lost at the time that it was being nifrash as a korban pesach, it's not brought as a shlamim. <laughs> it's brought as a. It's brought as a. As a. It's not brought at all. It's it's according to the chachamim. We're going to learn this brisa, which shows the sheet of the chachamim, but the first sheet that's brought is not the chachamim. The first sheet is going to be Rebbe. Titnan, the Mishnah writes, this Mishnah is a Mishnah Maseches Tmura. If a person separates a korban chatas and it's lost, and you bring a replacement animal, and then animal A of the chatas is brought, now we have both of them in front of us, but the chatas had yet to be brought. One of them is shechted and the other is going to die. That's a sheet of Rebbe. No grazing according to him. Let's see what the sheet of the Chachamim is. V'chachamim omrim, ein chatas mesa l'shenimtzis l'achar shenis kapu b'aylem. The only time a chatas mesa has a din of a, of a chatas mesa, per the halach l'mosh misinai, is when it's found after the animals have gotten kapara. Akodem shenis kapu b'aylem roa. But in that case, we would see that the animals would be roa, that they would uh, taka, uh, have to just graze. V'ilu b'pesach, but in conflict, what would we see by pesach? Echado avad v'nimsa achar chatzos kodem shechita karif shlamim. So what would we do about that? That poses a big problem for Shmuel. You said that your rule applies only when things are avudin. Yet over here, Shmuel, it doesn't work. You just said we held like the Rabbanan. You don't even hold like the Rabbanan yourself, Shmuel, because you would hold yourself that in such a case it would be Shlomim. So it says the Gemara, you're right. Shmuel doesn't hold like the Rabbanan. Answers the Gemara, six lines from the bottom. Shmuel, Kerebi, Sfiralei, Damar Avuda, Lemisa, Azla. That when it comes to an animal that's lost, it's Lemisa. And therefore, the, it, we see that his rule doesn't apply here because it's not even, it's not either of the possibilities of Shmuel. It's not Roe, and it's not Karev. The animal is, is left to die. Says the Gemara, but wait a minute. Is it true? Is it true that our, our it's a backhanded understanding of Rebbe? It's not what he says, but it seems to then imply that Rebbe would have indicated that all the animals are mesa. That's not true. There is another case where he would have said that the animal should be roeh. But if you find something before chatzos, well, the threshold of time of saying that something is actually a korban pesach hasn't even hit yet. It's not even chatzos yet. So answers the Gemara, three lines from the bottom, Kiddur Rava. This must be like the opinion of Rava. The Amar, uh, I should say, continuing the question. The, sorry, I apologize. Kodem Chatzos, Lav Avudu. How do we know that Kodem Chatzos is not considered a time that is Avud? It's not lost yet because you still have time to dedicate the correct animal. Why? Because how do we know that that's true? Kiddur Rava. What does Rava say? The Amar Rava, Avedas Laila Lav Shma Aveda. You can't say that your animal is lost until the time comes to Shech the animal. Maybe it'll show up five minutes later. Sometimes when people have dogs, they leave their property for days. They always come back. They come back for whatever. They, they always come back for something. They're not usually lost forever. So the Gemara says within the name of Rava that that's not considered Avud. If that's true, says the Gemara, then how then do we have a scenario where according to Rebbe, an animal will end up grazing out its life instead of being, uh, being put to death? Says the Gemara on the top of Tzadizayin and Mebez, Kid the Raboshia. 
This is like the opinion of Ravoshia. What does Ravoshia say? In order to support, what are we trying to find? We're trying to find a scenario where Rebbe could be of the opinion that he has a case of Roa. So Ravoshia says, Ansari Zainam would be Zama Ravoshia, Hifrish Techatos Lachrayas. If a person takes out two um, korbanos chatos le'achrayis, two korbanos chatos le'achrayis means I'm taking one, and in case something happens to the one, I have a backup. That's what it means le'achrayis, that you're bringing two korbanos chatos. So the halacha is, if you're if you're chatos le'achrayis, miskaper ba'achas men v'shniyatira, that one of them, good to go, it'll be your korban chatos and you get kapara, and the other one of them will be roa, and maybe this is where Rebbe gets it from, says the Gemara, but that's a problem too, because if Shmuel holds like Rebbe, and Rebbe says that this case is Tira, and that this is going to be a case of Rov. If Shmuel's halacha is going to follow Rebbe, then we're stuck again, because it should be that by Achatas, if it's, it's Roe, if the animal is going to graze, it should have been the same by Psachim. But if Shmuel holds like Rebbe, then this doesn't work, because here Rebbe says it's Tira, that it's going to be uh, considered an animal that needs to graze. But then we would have expected by Korban Pesach that it also should have been to graze, but that's not the din. The din doesn't play out that way. It says here that it's a shlamim. So therefore, the Gemara pivots again for Shmuel's understanding. El Shmuel, what's the better way to understand Shmuel's line where Shmuel says that if a chatas is going to be roa, that a korban pesach needs to be roa? El Shmuel ke Reb Shimon Shmuel really holds like Reb Shimon. What does Reb Shimon hold? Amar chamesh chataos mesos. That there are five animals that die. Says the Gemara, baharoa le Reb Shimon, less like klal. Is it the case that Reb Shmuel, Reb Shimon would be of the opinion that there is uh, no case of uh, of roa shmuel nami chadok amar so says the gemara we have to we have to go back and and re-understand Shmuel altogether. Really, Shmuel was only talking about one din in his comparison. When Shmuel made a comparison between the world of Chatas and the world of Psachim, it was to teach us one piece of information. Let's see what that is. Shmuel nami chadagamar. What did he mean when he said that the halacha l'moshim yisinai v'chatas mesa of these five different types of problems that we can have with a korban chatas, that there's anything to learn about a korban pesach? Umay says Gemara, it was just to make sure we didn't misunderstand Shmuel's understanding as it relates to Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan. To Amar, what does Rav Yochanan hold? That the Korban Pesach cannot be a Shlamim unless it's after the Shechita took place. But before the Shechita, that's not true. What do we see from Rav Yochanan? Says the Gemara Alma. What must Rav Yochanan hold that is the line in the sand to determine when we look at an animal differently, a Korban Pesach differently? It must be Shechita Kava, that he looks only at the time when the Shechita actually takes place. Says the Gemara, Kamash Malan, what is Shmuel coming to teach us? Shmuel is coming to teach you one thing, not this whole grandiose comparison between Chatas and Psachim. Only one thing. I don't agree with Rav Yochanan, says Shmuel. Shmuel thinks that Shechita is the Koveya, that the time that the Korban Pesach is actually Karev, when the knife does its job of Rav Khan of Aveshet, when it actually shechs the animal, that's the line in the sense, says Shmuel, absolutely not Kamash Malan. Chatzos keva, the really kava, that the middle of the day, chatzos hayom, the time at which the korban pesach is at its earliest eligible time to bring the korban pesach, that is what we establish as the line in the sand, and not, and not um, the shechita itself. It has to be chatzos. Lishnachrina, almost halfway down, sari zayin amid beis. Lishnachrina, another possibility. 
uh, of how to understand this sugya. So we had seen a problem with the sheet of Shmuel. The question we had asked on the pre on the bottom of the previous summit from which this is quoting, it says as follows: When an animal's lost, and it's found after chatzos, kodem shchita yikrav shlamim. But benimta achar chatzos, it's found after chatzos, but kodem shchita. So let's say twelve o'clock was chatzos, and the shchita was supposed to be at one, and you find this animal at twelve thirty. So it's achar. It should be brought as a korban shlamim, says the Gemara. So then Shmuel, how does Shmuel explain that? Shmuel must be It must be that Shmuel holds like Raba that shchita is kava, that, that we will we look at the one o'clock time of when the animals actually shechted. Totally different than our previous understanding. Says the Gemara, but wait a minute. When Rav Yochanan taught us against Shmuel, Yochanan was taught in, in conjunction with Shmuel Shita. When Yochanan taught us the following, Rav Yochanan taught us that what did we see? That Rav Yochanan holds that way. If that's true, that Rav Yochanan holds that Shchita is a line in the sand, two thirds of the way down, it must then be that Shmuel doesn't hold that it's Shchita. Shmuel must hold that it's Chatzos, that it's the earliest eligible time to bring the Korban Pesach, which determines when we look at an animal differently from before and after that moment, it should be Chatzos. Ella, therefore, it must be Shmuel, Kerebi Svirale, that really Shmuel. Shmuel must have held like the Shita of Rebbe and not like the Shita of Rabba the Amora, but Rebbe the Tana. When an animal is lost and then found, the animal has to be put to death. As says the Gemara, but wait a minute. Rebbe holds that all of these animals are put to death. If Shmuel's din that we saw an Amud ago, an Amud and a half ago is correct, then we have a Stirah Shmuel because he holds like Rebbe. Because it should be that if one animal is roa by a chatas, it's also roa by psachim, it should graze. Yet we see over here that it's not. That one is Shlamim and uh, one is Mesa and one is row they're not the same so says the gemara kasavar you're right really this whole argument was not to make a full uh, grand uh, equivalence between the world of chatas and the world of pesach but rather kasavar kodem chatzos lav avudhu must be like we saw within the previous version of this gemara that anything kodem chatzos is not considered lost because kasavar chatzos kava that we only look at the earliest eligible time of the korban pesach as our turning point between before and after uh, Chatzos, that's when everything shifts, and that's the sheet of Shmuel. To summarize, uh, and to summarize uh, briefly, because this was uh, almost a blot of Gemara here in this one sugya of Rav, Yochana, of Rav Yochanan and Shmuel. Shmuel basically wanted to make this equivalence that when it comes to five different types of korbanos chatas that have problems, that whatever the halacha is, when they're roa, if, it, if the animal is sent out to graze, we would assume the same exact thing would be true by a korban pesach with those similar flaws. The Gemara says for 20 reasons. It just doesn't work. It doesn't fit all the Mari Makomos. So the Gemara therefore concludes, you're right. Shmuel's comparison to say that that which happens by a chatas and the chatas is sent out to graze. Therefore, the same should be true by a korban Pesach. All he was doing was contrasting with the sheet of Rav Yochanan to make sure that everybody knew that Shmuel was of the opinion that chatzos kava that the middle of the day, the chatzos hayom and yudal nisan, that's the line in the sand when we begin to look at korbanos differently. Mashein Ken Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that shchita kava, and that brings us to our next mishnah and our final mishnah from the day. We'll go from right here to the last to the next mishnah and sadiches and aleph, and then we will call it a night. Says the next mishnah, mafrish nekeva lepischo. You're not allowed to do that. We don't use a female animal for 
the uh, the korban pesach. But a person who was mafresh nekeva, oh zachar ben shteishanim, or a, a male animal, but a male animal that's ineligible because it's too old. So what halachic ramification? What if I if I took a different animal, a dog, an animal that's totally not relevant? So what happens to the kedusha that you try to uh, impart to this animal that really is ineligible? A female animal or an animal that's two years old is ineligible for korban pesach. So the Gemara is going to debate what we learn from there. And the Mishnah indicates the Mishnah writes that if you set aside the nekeva lepischo or a zachar ben shneishanim lepischo, that these animals have to graze until they have a mum, and then you sell, and then you take the money and you make a shlamim out of it. The Mishnah continues on the top of Tzadiches Amar Aleph, Amafrish Pischa Umeis, that one who sets aside a Korban Pesach and it dies, the Mishnah writes, Lo Yivienu Beno Acharav L'Shem Pesach Elo L'Shem Shlamim. His child, who uh, would bring it after he dies, he would bring it, he should not bring it L'Shem Pesach. We'll see why in the Gemara, he's an Oni. We'll see in the Gemara momentarily. He's not allowed to do that. Ella, he has to bring it, not L'shem Pesach, but L'shem Shlom. So again, the second case of the Mishnah is if a person properly, not a female animal and not an animal that's too old, the perfect animal, but the Balabayas dies. So then if that happens, so then the halacha is that his son cannot bring that animal as a Korban Pesach. He has to bring it as a Shlomim. Opens the Gemara, two lines from the top. We learn three things from our Mishnah. Number one, Shmami no Nidchim. These two animals are nidchen. They have a halachic status of no longer being able to be used for a korban. Why? They're completely ineligible for a korban Pesach. It's like taking a cow. It's just totally ineligible. It needs to be a smaller animal. It needs to be male. It needs to be under a year old. These cases are ridiculous. It's in the cave. Everybody knows. It's like a pasuk and chumash. It's obvious that that's not allowed to be used. What does the Gemara teach you? That once you impart the Kedusha, even though it makes no sense, of course, this animal is ineligible to be a Korban Pesach. But I felt Pekin, because you did set aside this animal, at least the animals in the sugya of a Korban Pesach, FLP, that it's the wrong gender and the wrong age. So the Gemara says, that we do um, generate a status of dichui, where we push off this animal to say it can no longer be used as a Korban, both in the Keva and the animal that's too old. And now it has to be Yiraji Staiv. It has to graze until it generates a move. Number two, four lines down. Here as well, that from the very beginning, the second you say something about the animal, it's done. We don't have to wait until a particular zman, just done. The animal is now has its status. And as well, even the money that we are going to gain from selling this animal once it has a moom, we halachically have control over it. And the damim, or at least the chachamim, gave over the status of that animal, of that animal's funds to be a shlamim. Good. Next, Hamafrish Pischo says the Gemara, Hamafrish Pischo, that's our case at the top of Tzadiches Medalev, where a person uh, set aside an animal properly for Pesach, the right kind of animal, and then he passed away. Tanu Rabbanon, we have a Tosefta right here in this parak in Pesachim, and the, the, the Tosefta writes as follows, Hamafrish es Pischo umes. Let's say that Rahman al a person passes away right after setting aside and choosing their korban Pesach. So the halacha is, if the son is manui, if he is a part of the chabura for the korban Pesach, so yivienu l'shum Pesach. So it says the Gemara that he should bring it as a korban Pesach. Okay, why? That makes kind of makes sense because the father and son were on the same korban. Yes, the father was the memane, but 
doesn't make a difference. He was mafer system, doesn't really make a difference. At the end of the day, the son can bring it because they're both mechuyev on the same exact korban and they're both manui on the same korban. What about ein benomamuna alav? Let's say his son was not part of his korban pesach on this korban pesach that he set aside and the father died. Halacha is that he should bring it as a korban on the 16th of Nisan, namely on Cholamoy. On the 16th, in that's when he can bring it, but he cannot bring it on the 15th, which is the first day of Pesach. Why can he not bring it on the first day of Pesach? The Gemara teaches a side din. Oh, you're just not allowed to bring it on Yontif, this type of animal that's going to be karev, because it's not a korban Pesach, it's a shlamim. And because it's a shlamim, you can't stop bring a korban nadava whenever you want. It cannot be brought on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So therefore, for the son who is not memane on this animal of the father. So again, the case is the father is mafrish, an animal of Pischo, and then the father dies. This child who's going to then bring the korban was not manui on the same korban. He can bring the animal, but he can't bring it as a Pesach. He has to bring it as a Shlomim. And because he's bringing it as a Shlomim, he can't bring it on the 15th because there, we're not Karev Shlomim on the 15th. It can only be on Cholamoy, which is the 16th. Says the Gemara, quarter of the way down, almost two-thirds of the way down, Demis Ha'av Amos. Says the Gemara, when did the father exactly die? Not to be non-emotional about this, but but there are some halachic implications as to when he dies. For example, Ilema Demis Kodem Chatzos, if you want to say that the son, um, that the father died right before Chatzos, then that's a big problem. Even if his son is Memuna on the same Korban Pesach, even if he is, so what? It's not yet the Zman for the Chiyuv. This person is an Onain, and he is Pater from all mitzvot shel Torah. There's a Machlokas in the Rishonim, is an Onain. When we say that an Onain is Pater for mitzvot, does that mean he's allowed to do the mitzvah if he wants, but he's Pater? Or no, we say he's not allowed to do that. That's Machlokas, I believe, between the Tosfos and, and Rambam. I have to look that up in my notes from a, from a while back. But nevertheless, there is a Machlokas Rishonim there. And we're pretty Machmir. If a person, um, I, when, when we sat Shiva, when a person, so I put on tefillin on one particular day, and then a family member passes away, the next morning before the burial, no tefillin. Even after the burial, no tefillin. You're mamish putter. You're totally putter. So this person, it's a mitzvah sasei Torah. How are you an onin? How are you doing this? It doesn't even make any sense. So it says the Gemara, must be It must be that he died after Chatzos Hayom. And if he died after Chatzos, then then the son that was not Memuna, he should have uh, brought a Shlamim. Says the Gemara, But I don't understand. When Chatzos hit, it was already a Korban Pesach. Because the father died after Chatzos, so that doesn't make sense either. So Amar Rav, the Gemara is going to give a whole host of answers to this question. Um, and uh, and then we will wrap up for the night. So it says the Gemara as follows. Amar Rav, answer number one. Really, the father did die beforehand. A gewaldic answer. When it says that he's supposed to bring the another korban, it doesn't mean this year. It means you. Uh, it doesn't mean that on your Dalnis and it's for Pesach Shini. You should bring it after uh, after he's no longer an Onin by Pesach Shini and Yudal year. Another answer says the Gemara uh, in the name of Abaye. Abayam are halfway down. I want to tell you about two parts of the possible answers. If he dies after Chatzos, then the son who is part of the Korban Pesach, 
he can bring in the animal. That's not a problem because it's um, because uh, the Gemara says here that it's after chatzos. So then it's no longer a problem of aninus and uh, the, the problem doesn't arise. But kodem chatzos ain't The other son can bring it, not as a korban pesach, but as a shlamim. That's not a mitzvah d'oraisa. Rav Shiravya Amar Lo'olam Demis Lachar Chatzos. Really, the father did die after Chatzos, but Uchigon Shahaya Aviv Goses Bechatzos. A Goses in Halacha is a person who is imminent, uh, imminently going to die, but not yet. And therefore, in that case, even though he was Mafresh Lepischo in our Mishnah, the Mafresh Lepischo is not a full Mafresh Lepischo because he could have died at any moment. And we don't consider the Hafrasha to be authentic. Rav Ashi Amar Lo'olam Demis Lachar Chatzos. Really, it was that the person died after Chatzos. Rav Shimini Domar in Bali Chaim Nidachin. And he disagrees with our. Uh, presumptions that we started with in our Gemara in the name of Rav Hunabrej, Rav Yoshua, who holds Ein Ba'alechaim Nidchen, that really the animal is not Nidchen. We don't push it off entirely. We're allowed to bring it later if the animal is still viable. We don't automatically determine the status of the animal right now. We wait. Maybe the status can change to a shlamet. We'll see. That's a, And then the last answer is Ravina. Ravina Amar Kigon Shifrishu Achar Chatzos. Really, the father wasn't even mafrish until after Chatzos to set aside the animal for the Korba Pesach. And because the Animal was nifrash after chatzos, and chatzos was this man of kvius. You already you already passed that time already. So there as well, the halachos would be different than we would have thought initially. We're going to stop right here. Mir Tashem will pick up tomorrow night with a blot and a half of sari chesmabez and sari test. And as you can see on sari test, well, we will in your Tashem be finishing this parak and entering into uh, a very very gishmak parak of arve psachim, a very well known parak, the ones that are learned in a lot of high schools over the years. So uh, very much looking forward to that parak. A very halacha lemaisa in many cases as well. Wishing you all a beautiful night and a Shavuot. Thank you so much for joining.